afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about, or musing about the spirit of wisdom. And I think this is the final part in what I will call the God... How would I, would I even call it? Is it the wisdom series? Anyway, it's a series of musings that God has been taking me and us through where we first started off with the knowledge of God, we then talked about um, the spirit of discretion, and then understanding yesterday, and then now we're back to wisdom. So finally, I have gotten the go-ahead to talk about the spirit of wisdom. And I could have also called it wisdom from above, but I felt, well, let's be clear, we're talking about the spirit of um, wisdom in terms of wisdom that is from God. And like we had said, you know, like, like God had, my musings over the past few days have been, you know, while thinking about it, I thought about it that, you know, I think when you think of knowledge or when I think of knowledge, wisdom, understanding and discretion, it's one of those very, very wonderful things whereby you can see, you know, there's a natural expression of it as well as a spiritual. So we can use that natural expression to understand or begin to imagine what um, the spiritual expression would be like. So there's natural wisdom, but there's also spiritual wisdom. Natural wisdom is good for natural situations as much as possible but again because man is a spirit and because there's a spiritual world that actually rules over and governs a lot of things that happen here natural wisdom can only take us you and i can only take me so far that's just the truth because there's so many things so many in fact natural wisdom can only take us so far that's just it because there's a lot we don't know you know so if and as in you know, let's just put it that way so okay so the natural knowledge too can also take us very far in the natural world i mean in our academics things like that knowledge can really take one very far you know but of course you know when you now get to a level of leadership or even working in certain complex environments which is outside of your knowledge and your experience that is where wisdom begins to come you know and the natural wisdom can take you so far depending on the complexity <laughs> spiritual wisdom is required so the same thing with understanding again there's natural understanding which we also missed about yesterday can help with maths equations and things like that and that also can take us quite far but spiritual understanding for spiritual context for spiritual challenges spiritual situations and spiritual progress definitely that is another higher level so today we are looking at wisdom which is the central point of all of that and like i said the acronym that i have coined or god has led me to coin based on this is kwud which is knowledge wisdom understanding and discretion and i think for a child of god and a disciple of jesus i think we need to seek after all four of these and i actually went into the to see the definitions of some of these things and it says scripturally you know knowledge is i think well is knowing is knowing is, is is knowing something um wisdom is actually the knowledge of what is true and right and combined with sound judgment as to action plus discernment and insight i mean that's so packed and this is using scriptural um guidance you know to get you know how um, putting together all the ways in which the bible describes wisdom that's how how, where that definition came from so knowledge of what is true so knowledge of the truth so wisdom includes the knowledge of the truth and of what is right plus sound judgment so it combines that knowledge so knowledge is knowing what is true and what is right the knowledge of god is having the knowledge that god has knowing what is true and what is right and knowing things from god's perspective having the knowledge that is proprietary to god 
Then wisdom takes combines that knowledge with sound judgment. So wisdom is clearly a higher level of knowledge. It now combines sound judgment as to action plus discernment and insight. In fact, that combination is a powerful thing. So no wonder Solomon says wisdom is a principal thing. And it's true. You know, I, I find this to be true because I find that that wisdom comes with knowledge, but it comes with sound judgment as to action and also ability to discern. There's a discernment of, of spirits involved in the wisdom of God. And then there's deep insight. Now, if I, when I say all of that, you now wonder that what, what then is understanding? Understanding is when we have a grasp of things. You know, the power to make experience intelligible by applying concepts and categories. And that is a perfect definition. I, yeah, the, the dictionary is, is good. So, but I actually Google scriptural definition of understanding. And that's, that's true. You know, a mental grasp of things and which, which brings with it a power to make experience intelligible by applying concepts. So when we have understanding, it gives us the ability, and it gives me the ability and power to apply concepts and categories in diverse ways. That's how people will know that you have understanding. And it's not just, you know, understanding gives an ability to for, for diverse application of, of, of precepts, of concepts and categories. So spiritual understanding is, is amazing because it then has the ability to apply those concepts in so many ways. It, it, it's, it's a very deep thing. So yesterday we talked about getting understanding. And so today, and then discretion, which we had done two episodes ago, is about being prudent, being circumspect, having good and well-reasoned judgment, you know. So and so that and like we had said, discretion, as we can see, is very much is what enables wisdom. So discretion is a part of wisdom, but it's like the end, is it's like the last phase, last expression of, of wisdom where you are now able to apply. Um, you know that 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 well-reasoned judgment and all those insights we are able to use it in terms of how we really you know walk through life you know in, in, in many ways so today we are, we are talking about the wisdom of God and you know we've titled the spirit of wisdom because there is actually a spirit of wisdom and there's a headline scripture that makes us know that there's a spirit of wisdom and that is um, Ephesians um, 1 where we pray that that prayer that says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that God may give unto you and I, unto me, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And he tells us that that spirit of wisdom then causes the eyes of my understanding, my spiritual eyes, to be enlightened, you know, so that I will know so many things that God has prepared for me and that I should walk in it. So there's a spirit of wisdom. And it is God that gives that spirit. In fact, Paul tells us in Ephesians 1 that we should pray that, the, that God gives us that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Uh, and that spirit, of course, is the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's not as if when we receive that spirit, the wisdom comes. No, we, we, we have to pray it out, which is what that's, that, that Ephesians 1, 17 says, so that that spirit of wisdom can begin to manifest in our lives and begin to show us and reveal to us and just help us walk through life w-o-r-k on a day-to-day basis you know giving the illumination that we need the 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 knowledge of what is true and right in my personal situation it can give me the judgment that i need judgment as to action in my own specific need you know so the wisdom of god in my life has to be personalized i think that's really what i'm getting from this you know discernment and insight that is personal that is relevant to my own unique situation you know i i i need that personalized 
expression of the spirit of wisdom in my life to, to help me through you know the, the very very unique context bearing in mind my own background my mindset the way i think you know my own attitude the things that god needs to change in me i need that personalized expression of the spirit of wisdom so that is what i am using by god's grace today thank you for joining me says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god that gives to all men liberally and upbraids not and it shall be given to him so for me i think yes i like the scripture because it tells us that if you should if if i lack wisdom i should ask of god and that he gives to all men he's not stingy with it and he'll surely give to me and i find this scripture to be very true i have found it to be very true but for me personally if i speak for myself like i excuse me i always like to do most of the time i find that what happens is that when I have the presence of mind to ask God for wisdom, there is no problem. I usually get the wisdom that I need. It takes me through the situation. I pass that next hurdle. When I struggle, there's those moments when I actually did not ask for God's wisdom, but I somehow expected him to go along with what I was doing, and then things are going wrong, and then I'm wondering why, you know, why is it going wrong, you know, and I'm just wondering, and then it takes me a while before I realize that, well, it's going wrong because you really didn't, ask for god's wisdom this is all your plan this is just you using your your natural wisdom to go ahead and then you are wondering why it's not working or god is not in it so sometimes depending on the situation it takes me a while before i realize that i've taken a wrong turn and i think that is the very dangerous one where you know i'm just going on in my own wisdom and i'm not even realizing that god is not on the journey with me and i've gone far (laughs) before i realize that he's not with me it's like you are driving with a convoy and you think somebody is following you and it's long you've gone far before you realize that hey this person is not behind me you now have to start looking retrace your footsteps to go to back to where that person is because that person is actually the one that can take you to where you need to go you don't know the way anymore you now realize that you're lost so this you know i think is the scenario that i have found myself before in the past so but every single time when i ask i i then have the presence of mind i come back to myself i realize that i need to ask god for wisdom he always gives it so i can personally testify to this scripture that if any of you lack wisdom i think what's the challenge is that most times we do not have the humility or the knowledge or the presence of mind to remember to ask god for wisdom that is that is where the deception of you know the the world and the system and the enemy comes to play he makes sure that he 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 gives you and i enough faith in our own natural wisdom to the point that it doesn't even occur to you or to i or to us to to ask god for wisdom because we are so confident sometimes it may even be the assurance of men somebody has assured you don't worry i'm on this thing so therefore you just go and rest whereas hey just so yeah I, I actually think this scripture is actually advising us to ask god it's not even saying if any yes we lack wisdom all the time we really don't know what to do we don't know what to do but we we would have been tricked into believing that our natural wisdom can carry the day it is when it begins to fail and falter that's when we now realize you know so you know i, I think for me getting to that place where i can put my default setting into the wisdom of god and tap you know always remembering to ask 
not only for those challenging situations but also for those seemingly not so challenging situations just having a default setting of asking of consulting before i go ahead and do things that's what the children of israel used to do the kings of israel is the good ones among them before they go into battle they will go and inquire of the lord will i win <laughs> because if i'm not going to win let me not go and kill people just for you know go and damage myself it's, it's, it's necessary to ask go and inquire of the lord ask you know god for wisdom how do i handle this thing so proverbs 2 6 says for the lord gives wisdom out of the mouth comes knowledge and understanding yes and the reason why I'm calling wisdom a spirit is because first of all the Bible says that it's a spirit and God himself is a spirit so if anything that God gives is purely spiritual but it's to make that distinction between the wisdom that is natural because really there is natural wisdom and some people are naturally wise some use that natural wisdom actually to help people and some use that what you call natural I won't call yeah, yeah. there's an earthly wisdom that is also manipulative and controlling as well but the Bible tells us that something about what how the wisdom from god is and i think now is a good time to read it it says the wisdom that is from above is first pure so that means that there is a wisdom that is from beneath that is not pure that is very impure it says it is pure it is peaceable it is gentle and easy to be entreated and is full of mercy and good fruits is without partiality and without hypocrisy so so i think this gives a good definition and distinction between the wisdom that is from god and the wisdom that is not from God, particularly the wisdom that is from beneath. Because there is actually a wisdom that is from beneath. That wisdom is, is, is impure. It does not bring peace. It is wicked. It is um, not easy to be entreated. In other words, you cannot placate it. It is a merciless wisdom, very ruthless. And many of us, I think, we have seen those kind of ruthless wisdom. And it, it has very evil fruits. And is very impartial, very parochial very self-driven and is full of hypocrisy it always has an hidden agenda it's not transparent but it says that the wisdom that is from above is the contrary to all of those things it is pure it's peaceable it's gentle full of the mercy of god and it's good good fruits in fact I, i think that one just ends it all and i think many times a lot of a lot of people a lot of us are you know there's almost a temptation to want to have this kind of other wisdom that is not from God because it, 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 it actually seems to bear fruits but then the fruits are evil fruits they are fruits that benefit one person at the expense of so many others the Bible says that the, the, the wisdom that is from above bears good fruits and is without partiality and without hypocrisy so it's not a wisdom that will cause you to harm the innocent or the righteous Now, wow. So Colossians 4 verse 5 to 6 says, Walk in wisdom towards them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer every man. I think what Paul is saying here to the um, Colossian church is that, saying that children of God need to deliberately and intentionally walk in wisdom, and that a strong part of that wisdom is also seasoning our words with grace and with the salt of the earth with the salt that comes from god's word so that and it, i i think it's it is linked because really and i'm beginning to find this more that if one is really living a purpose-driven life we need to be very very careful about the things that we say so even though it's saying walking wisdom towards them that are without i think that that without is talking about 
people who are outside the circle of faith people who are outside you know the circle of god's purpose and and i think even though he was i think talking in terms of maybe evangelism another thing i think it's also a bit much more than that it's also just talking about being conscious of the fact that the words that we speak should be light in a cruel and a dark and a perverse world and we should make sure that every word that comes out of our mouth is such that will be an opportunity for god to show forth his power and his life in a dark world because all god can use is the words from our mouth so as a christian i should not be contributing words that enable the darkness to continue to cover the earth rather i should draw from the spirit of wisdom within me and be sure that all of my words are such that they come out with the life and with the power of god is a very high calling and i think it takes a level of awareness and growth and maturity as a believer to get to that point but that's what he's saying there. so he's saying redeeming the time in other words make the best of the time that you shona you have to make sure that while you are here you are just a vehicle for god's word god's wisdom to be coming forth yes 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 i think that's where god wants me to take me to and that i should use the opportunity in every rather than just gisting about you know immaterial things let me use that time to make sure that the wisdom of God, the spirit of wisdom that God has given unto me, I, I, I stir it up in such a way that every opportunity that I have to speak to others, it is the wisdom of God, the life of God, the salt of the earth, the salt that is, comes from you know, the, the, the power of God is what is coming out of my mouth. The word of God that is alive and is, is powerful, sharper than any two edges sword, is what is coming out. So that the light of God begins to have expression towards me. And God is able to change situations, lives, environments. Just picking out, by me just picking out his life even into the universe. He says redeeming the time because I have only a fixed time on earth to do it. So I should make the best of the time that I have by being more intentional about how the wisdom of God. How I plug into the spirit of wisdom and how I allow him to speak through me. Hmm. he says walk in wisdom then he says by letting your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt so that you know what to say to every man so wisdom seems to be very tied to very much tied to the words of one's mouth and I think there are a lot of scriptures there that you know in, in Psalms and Proverbs that talk about a foolish man who just says anything James 3.13 says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. That's similar to what Paul is saying. He says, A wise man is somebody that is endued with knowledge, but that he needs to show it in the way in which he lives his life, in the works that he does, and in the meekness of the wisdom with which he expresses, he or she expresses him or herself. Psalm 1, 1, 1 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, yes. And that a good understanding have all they that do his commandments. So the fear of the Lord brings the is the beginning of wisdom. And with it comes an understanding and an ability to do the word of God. So there is a very strong link between the wisdom of God, the fear of God, the wisdom of God, and the ability to do and the word of God and the ability to do that word. 
And Matthew 7, 24 explains that more when Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does it, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. So hearing the word of God and doing it brings wisdom. Hmm. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. All things were made by him. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. The worlds were framed by the word of God. So the worlds were framed by the wisdom and the word of God. And the spirit of God. The Bible says that the word was made flesh and dwelt with us. And the spirit of God was upon that word. So the spirit of wisdom is the spirit of God, is the spirit of the word, which is the spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom. So we'll stir up that wisdom by having a relationship with the word as well as with the spirit of God. So Jesus says, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. So building my house upon a rock is the same thing as building my house upon a rock of hearing the word of God and doing it. And the Bible says that those people who heard his says and did not do it were those people who had built their house on foundation that was not solid and that when the storms came, you know, it blew down the house and the ruin of the house was great. So there's a very strong link between wisdom and the word of God. And it's not just about the word of God in theory, it's the word of God in practice, the word of God in our hearts. So Psalm 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. When I look at Psalm 90 and Colossians 4, they are both talking about one is saying number our days, another one is saying redeeming the time. So there is a lot, and I don't think I'm, I'm, there's somewhere this is trying to get me to, and I'm praying that God will get me there. There's a lot that need, there's a connection between making the best of my time on earth and applying my heart to wisdom. And walking in wisdom in such a way that, you know, walking wisdom as one that is redeeming the time in such a way that this, I am intentionally using my, my speech to bring forth the power of God upon this earth. So there is a purpose of God for me that I will not fulfill if I do not connect, stir up, and yield to the spirit of wisdom. I think that is what I'm hearing. Because the gifts that God has given me, that he has given you and I, is the days that we have on earth. It's the time that we have on earth. 
that is the only time investment that I have that I am holding on behalf of Christ. Jesus couldn't stay here, you know, endlessly. He needed to go back to the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit does not have a human body. So, God needs me, my life, my vessel, to show forth his wisdom and his power and his grace upon the earth. In all of the scriptures that we've read, the episodes, we've done knowledge, we've done understanding, we've done discretion. It is only this wisdom that has linked to speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the wisdom of God is not for me to keep. It is for me to declare the word of God. God gives that wisdom so that we can declare it. Hey. God gives the wisdom so that I can speak it. And he wants other people to hear it in my lips. It's not just for me to have the wisdom so that I use it for my own life. Discretion most of the time is for my own life, most of the time. The understanding too is also for my own life. Knowledge as well is also for my building me up as well. But it is the wisdom that is a gift to the earth. says wisdom is the principal thing because God intends that my life be an expression of his glory upon the earth so God gives the spirit of wisdom for the purposes for the benefit of the kingdom so that I can be the salt of the earth and the light of the world in my own corner of the earth So now I see why God allowed us to muse on this spirit of wisdom last. Because truly wisdom is the principal thing. Every other thing that we have talked about is to build me up to the stage where I can begin to understand, stir up that wisdom, understand, first of all, reach out to the word of God, spend time with it. God will give me the understanding so that I understand what it's saying. He will give me the knowledge, I will interact with it. He will give me the discretion to apply it in my life. But that wisdom, he wants it for the benefit of me and for others, even more for others than for me. That is God's expression. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I I, I am lost for words at this point. I never really knew this this way. So, Lord, help me that I know that there is something that you are trying to get me to fully grasp with this. I'm asking, Lord, that you give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that the eyes of my understanding, yes, it says that we know the hope of the calling. So, wisdom is linked to the calling. It's linked to God's purpose for me on earth. How God wants to use my time, my days. The spirit of wisdom is connected to God's purpose for me as the salt and the light of the world, as the salt of the earth 
as the light of the world. So God, give me the wisdom that I need, therefore, and help me to have the presence of mind and the knowledge and discretion to exercise this wisdom on a daily basis, making sure that every day I bring forth wisdom that will season the earth, that will season the lives of those around me, that will season the lives and the heart of everybody that I come in contact with, and that will also shine your light and outshine every darkness in my midst, in my environment, in my society, in my community, in my nation, everything that is connected to me remotely, directly or indirectly. Help me to fulfill the purpose of this spirit of wisdom in my life to the uttermost. All to your praise and to your glory. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you.